genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 12, which is quite possibly the greatest useless character minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Craig Cohen. And we are still in this hallway for some reason. <laughs> this minute starts with uh, T.S. correcting Svenning, which is not a great idea. No, stupid idea. And stops with Brandy on the run. That's a shame she's on the run. She's a fine girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, T.S. does something that you shouldn't do at the best of times, which is to try to correct your possible future father-in-law, and, and certainly to correct him on something as stupid as him saying the wrong word. And now when he's already angry, that was really yeah, stupid. Yeah, already he already wants to murder you, and now you're gonna yeah. you're gonna be, you're gonna grammar Nazi this guy. <laughs> Maybe best to just let that go. Yeah, because he says you don't understand the precept of hard work instead of the concept of hard work. Chris, why don't you tell us, what's the difference between a precept and a concept? <laughs> I don't know, but it gets his collar grabbed right after that. <laughs> All right. A precept is a general rule intended to regulate behavior or thought. A concept is an abstract idea or a general notion. I don't think I've ever heard precept used. I've heard, is that, but they, I've heard people, I'm trying to think of what, I've heard it, I'm trying to, now I'm trying to think of a, an example of where I would have heard it. Because when he said it, it sound, it did sound weird to me and I looked it up. When he said the precept, and then right after that was when T.S. corrects him, and I'm thinking, yeah, well, it did sound funny, but... Well, I think he, he did mean concept, but a precept would be like, um, say you have a bunch of people that are going to be out camping or whatever, a precept would be like, all right, uh, we're all going to tie our food up at night so it doesn't get eaten by bears. I think it's something like that. Okay. If you think I'm wrong and you're smarter than me, go into uh, Jane Silent Bob's uh, Clicker Stop and tell us uh, what you think a precept is. Give us a good example of a precept. I've also heard people called precepts, I think. Oh, that could be wrong. Hard to believe, but I didn't go to college. <laughs> yeah, so um, we get a lot more of Rooker yelling, which or Rooker upset, which I usually like. But this is like minute three of it, and honestly, it's starting to get old at this point. I don't know. I do like the collar grab, and he gets right in his face. It's kind of but he like, only kind needed of one of these. He needed to have the freak out before this or this one. Right, right. It's like they shot the whole thing, and they were like, well, you should have cut one of these. Yeah, well... It's all one. It's just we're watching it in minute increments, Jeff. I understand that it's all one, <laughs> but it's like over. T- it's almost two minutes straight, and he basically yeah, gives the really same is. set of information twice. I got. I got a question for you guys. Have you ever had someone hold you that close and talk to you? No, but I'm. <laughs> I'm hoping that guy had a mint before he got that close. <laughs> wow. I mean, I've had people How do you talk not to push me. Push him away. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's physically capable of pushing him away. That's why. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's why. He looks like a monster next to him. Yeah, I, it's, it's got to be like, it's probably movie magic, right? I'm sure Michael Rooker's probably not as big or intimidating as they're making him look. I don't know. Maybe he is. Well, you know he has definitely, definitely scrunches down when he grabs him by the collar because he looks even big. You know, he's really towering over him at that point. You know how it is. I mean, you see in movies where they make like Tom Cruise look normal human sized. <laughs> you know he's not. Now Jeremy London looks extra stoned here. Oh, yeah. After he the hat like gets here. flopped on his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, wee, what's happening? <laughs> and that's when that girl walks up and she sounds extra stoned. <laughs> yeah, Michael Rooker is 5'10". Okay. Yeah, he's not so that he's big. Not, I mean, he, and he's like a decently sized guy. He's not like a rail or anything. Jeremy London's 5'11". Wow. So Jeremy London's bigger than, wow. So yeah, there had to be some, had to be something going on there. I'm trying to go back to before he grabs him. 
Well, when he's just standing next to him, you can see Jared yeah, Love is maybe a hair taller than him. Yeah. But it's just when he grabs right. him, he just he gets him to like buckle his knees. Yeah, yeah. It's all their like size, because Jeremy Lin- London's kind of like a slight-looking kid, yeah. while Michael Rooker looks like you know like a grown man. He's uh, a grown man. He also he, he just has that look of like besides the bald head and his attitude of he has that body type of a person where you're like yeah maybe this guy doesn't know anything about fighting but he, he kind of looks like someone that might stab me in the head with a beer bottle. <laughs> if things got if things got tough. Yeah. Like, if a bar fight was uh, starting, and you were starting to line up with the person you were going to fight, he's not the one you're going to square off with. No, no, you're going to pick someone else. You're like, no, 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 I, I don't think so. <laughs> fight someone else. Depending on how many beers you had. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's going to take a lot for me to punch Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer in the face. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> you know what I just realized? Last minute, I had, I had, we had talked about whether or not they reshot stuff, but this minute clearly indicates that they did reshoot. Oh, what do you mean for the Well, cuz we get cut? we we basically get the you know, at the oh, very yeah, end yeah. of this minute we get the start of that conversation with Brandy, which is basically the same exact dialogue as yeah. at the house. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. I I did mention it the first day we were on, I think. I didn't mention it specifically as a reshoot. As far as I know, that's the only thing that got reshot. Yeah, that's and that's yeah. amazing that they would have done that and they wouldn't have been like, you know, tempted to just start doing more. Well, I think what probably happened was they're like, "Listen, we have a half a day for reshoots. The mall's not gonna. We're not getting in the mall anymore, so you're not reshooting anything in there. <laughs> so you pick a house, you stand out front, you have two minutes. Give us all the pertinent dialogue we need to move the friggin' story along. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no way they could have that the a re-edit of the movie would have worked without that scene between Brandy and T.S. Right? Yeah. Where in this section where we talk about how much more Rooker has to do, the person that really gets hurt by the cut is not him because he actually fares better in the theatrical cut. He becomes a better villain. Mm-hmm. It screws Brandy's character up. Yeah. Because yeah. she's barely in the movie. And you're like, why do we care about this character? You see her for like 90 seconds at the beginning and then she disappears for like 30 minutes. <laughs> and then she talks to Joey Lauren Adams a little bit and then she's in the end in Truth of Date. And you're like, what? What's going on? Like, Shannon Darty's in the whole movie as like the love interest for the other character. Yeah. Meanwhile, this Claire Forlani only shows up once or twice and that's it. All right. But uh, before we leave uh, old Michael Rooker behind, anybody got anything left about uh, Jared Svenning? <laughs> Besides the fact that he has a terrible first name. <laughs> Hate to see him go. Yeah, but he gets his own no, music, though, when he leaves. He gets it. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've always looked for in my life is, you know, a little theme music when I leave. <laughs> All right. All right. I got to talk about this. <laughs> so Svenning leaves, and I don't know who this person is, walks in. Or what in God's creation they're wearing. <laughs> but it's like they wandered onto the fucking set. <laughs> <laughs> With her fingerless gloves and her uh, 80s I'm in, a, I'm in a band hat. Yeah. I, she, did she win a contest? Is the jacket leather? It, it's more like pleather, I think. With like the three stripes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I had a jacket that had three stripes on it, but it, I think it was just a regular jacket. She's an odd character, too. She's almost like a cartoon when she comes walking. It out. doesn't make any sense at all for this character to be no. here. Is she doing like some kind of wonderful cosplay or something? <laughs> if anybody anywhere in the world listening to the Sound of Our Voices has any idea of why <laughs> this character is in this movie, please tell me. Because I. There's no need. It's not like she has to stay in the movie to transition you to the next scene. Because you don't need her at all. The no. scene can very easily end when Svenning walks out. Yeah, there's no reason why she walks up at all. 
It's crazy. Imagine if this got left in, this first, you know, the half hour, the way that it is now. It's going to be the original cut. And you're the editor. <laughs> Don't you just turn to him and be like, why are we cutting this? Exactly. What is she talking about? She's like, I really dug what you did up there. Yeah. Does she think he tried to kill the governor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or that he just made a mess of the whole thing and called yeah. it anarchy? Anarchy. Yeah, I don't know. And it's and and it's she's got a couple lines and it's over. And she's doing just like bad theater acting. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, there's performances in the clerks that are better than this by people that have never acted. Her eyes are squinted together. She's doing like the metal signs. She's crazy. Like I don't think Jeremy London's acting when he's looking at her. <laughs> he's like where the fuck did you come from <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine being encountered by that while you're stoned oh yeah oh my god you're like i was just getting yelled at by this bald guy and who the hell is this shit yeah. just watered in from the road warrior set <laughs> and, and what was he gonna say to svenning before this girl tapped him on the shoulder nothing that was gonna help that's for sure svenning was already leaving svenning had his outline he's like he slammed a tricorder hat down on him like yeah, he was going to follow after him. What possible good was going to come from the conversation? I mean, eventually <laughs> Svenning's going to punch you. Yeah, you got to get away from Svenning. He's he's too pissed to be staying too in conversation with him for too long. Even if he was a normal guy and not Svenning, who apparently already starts at like a nine on the tension scale, but he, uh, would you really want to mess with a person after you just ruin a their night, b possibly their livelihood, and c cost them all that money? <laughs> no, you've just really screwed up bad. Yeah, you just want to stay away from that person. Oh my god, I just rewound that. Even the way that girl walks up, you sure she's not, like, dating someone and they threw her in the movie? She, and they make her so prominent, it's like, you expect her to show up later. Yeah. Like, she's gonna just wander onto the set on Truth oh, or Date or something. Terrible. I don't know if this is, like, I didn't see her name in the credits, I, I looked for it. I'm sure somebody out there knows who she is. I don't, I really need somebody to tell me who this person is. It's a real quandary. You know we're gonna get, like, you don't know, that's Kevin's aunt. Oh, I know. I'm sure that'll happen. <laughs> That's fine. I just need to know who it is. Yeah. Listen, it can't be any bigger blunder than what I did on the burb, so I can't. <laughs> oh, that was the best. <laughs> I called the writer of the movie for, like, the first 30 episodes a female, and it was a guy. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Damn friggin' asexual names. Someone who was very angry uh, corrected us on that one. <laughs> well, then, they corrected us and were angry about it, and then just to have some fun with it, I did it for, like, another three weeks. Yeah, you kept doing it. <laughs> Because then it was funny, so I was yeah. going to keep doing it. <laughs> All right, I got to get off this chick because she's annoying me to no end. The whole, Everything about her, she has no redeeming value at all. She doesn't fit there at all. The scene is useless. Her acting is terrible. The scene is ungodly badly written. I hate her gloves. I hate her hat. I hate her coat. <laughs> I hate everything about her being. Beyond that, it was a wonderful scene. <laughs> yeah, so we get to the roof scene, and, and like Craig mentioned, we get a lot of the dialogue that's in the uh, the opening of the theatrical cut. No, you said roof. I thought it was the roof, too. I think they're outside, like, leaving. Oh, so they're just right? on, like, a an overlooking floor? Where like you a can platform see into the... thing. Yeah, I guess it isn't the roof. It's so. just, like, a second floor. Because yeah. I wrote down roof, but I don't think it's the roof. Because, well, they walk past, like, the lunchroom or something, because you should vend a machine. Well, did they... Was this place built that... by the Empire? Is that why there's no railings? <laughs> <laughs> like, that giant telescope it's... folded up in that little box? I guess so. Yeah. The big shaft? The big shaft, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a Diet Coke machine and some kind of fruit juice machine in there. I will say this. Um, this scene in the theatrical cut, besides the fact that the scene is better, she's way better in the theatrical cut. Yeah. She's still pretty terrible, though. Yeah, she's not great. Um, I didn't. I haven't yelled at her about it in this minute, but I'll bring it up again. I'm sure you'll agree with me. 
Her American accent is shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's not. It good is at not good. Like, I am not that guy. The one that's like, I can. Not that I can't always not tell, but most most Brits can hide it pretty well. And it's way more pronounced. Like in the first, like what, two weeks ago, like minutes, like four, five, and six. It sounds like me trying to do a British accent where you're just stumbling over every word. You're being very careful about what you're saying because you're struggling <laughs> with your accent. Yeah, you know, I think this is one of those things where it's that Kevin Smith dialogue again. Imagine not only having to worry about your accent, but also delivering this very specific dialogue. And she's not, she doesn't have a lot to do in the theatrical cut, and she's not bad, and she's kind of okay on truth or date because she just needs to be clueless. But I feel like, it, yeah, if Kevin Smith writes this movie today, this character is way better. Yeah. It's not all her fault because she just has little to do because she's a female in a 90s comedy. Those were the breaks back then. Actually, compared to most 90s comedy, um, not so much her, but at least Shannon Doherty gets something to do. But yeah, she's not, this is not a, this, well, this last 20 seconds or 15, 10 seconds here is not a great scene for them. Uh, I'm sure next week we'll get into it more. <laughs> you think? Unfortunately, Craig, you'll, you'll be off the hook and not have to watch the rest of the scene. Oh, lucky me. <laughs> we're we're going to be at the mall next scene, right? <laughs> <laughs> we won't be at the mall till like two months from now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't bring that up. It's upsetting. <laughs> I don't want to think about how long it is before we get to the mall. Yeah, I, I, I had written in my my notes. It's about that woman again, but I just said this chick is weird, and that seems unnecessary. <laughs> All right. Um, listen, I would love to say that I have a lot more to say about this minute, but you know, there's not a lot of rooker in it. There's the weird chick, and then there's ten seconds of them up on the roof. It's always rough when you get minutes split like this, where you get like thirty seconds of this, ten of this. Yeah, you don't get a lot of anything. All right. Well, I mean, today it's your last day, uh, Craig. What's your uh, overall feeling about Mallrats and maybe uh, how it fits into the Kevin Smithiverse? Oh yeah. Well, like I said, this for a long time was probably uh, my favorite Kevin Smith movie, and I think you know when you when you look at it, um, I guess maybe in a vacuum, um, you know, the, the theatrical cut is really really watchable. It's really really quotable. Um, and it's just a real fun, easy movie to watch. And uh, I'm kind of glad that you guys were doing this movie because it gave me an opportunity to go back and, and watch it again, which is something I hadn't done in a really, really, really long time. So, uh, yeah, I mean, as much as I bagged on on these minutes, um, I don't think it's a good indicator of, of, of what this movie's really about. Yeah, and I mean, we, I mean, we even stepped on some of the clerk's minutes while we were there and some of the stuff that happened over there. I mean, very few perfect movies out there. And even even the Mallrats theatrical cut is not perfect by any means, but I think what you're saying is makes a lot of sense. Is like it's such an easier movie to watch. Like there's no Mallrats is very much a movie where you're like, I'm homesick today. I'm gonna watch Mallrats. You can be flicking through the channels and catch it halfway through and just stay there yeah. and watch it anyway. Yeah. And it's it is the type of movie where you can pick it up anywhere and it's like, oh gee whiz, I wonder what's going on. Is there some elaborate backstory involving an assassination I need to know about? No, <laughs> no. Yeah, this guy hates him. That's it. You're good. You're all caught up. <laughs> Except for you're gonna miss that scene with that weird chick that walks up. So. <laughs> yeah, the mystery woman. Don't worry, we got a we got some endeavoring people out there. I'm sure somebody will know who it is. I would love to find her and get her on here. <laughs> After I just bagged on her for 10 minutes? Yeah, great, <laughs> yeah. Chris. Maybe, maybe get her to fight with you. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably a lovely woman that has three kids now. All right, I think that's it for us. Unless anybody has any last-minute things about Minute 12? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Craig, one last time, why don't you tell people out there in uh, Mallrats Land where they can find you? Uh, did Craig die? Craig! Uh, 
Did we lose Craig? Oh, no. I know he's on Slycast. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, come join Craig Cohan on the Slycast with me and Jeff Hewlett and Mike Kunda. Occasionally, we uh we put out episodes. We've been known to put out the occasional episode, Chris. <laughs> you can go look us up on Verbs Minute or um, <laughs> check out DuelingJammer.com where they have uh-huh. a... All right. Craig is still here. He's just mute. Stuff. We can't hear him. <laughs> he's not. Is he, is he muted? Well, he's not muted by us. He just had uh, some technical difficulties. All right, well, while we're trying to fix our problems, uh, Chris, why don't you tell people where they can find us? We'll give, I did start. Uh, Duelingjammer.com. I started doing that. You cut me off. Well, you know, do all of them. <laughs> I don't know, Pinterest and, you know, uh, <laughs> we're, we're on Duelingjammer.com. Come, come check out the whole bunch of other podcasts that are on there, including Rocky Minute, Harry Potter. What else is on there, Jeff? Teenage um, Ninja Turtles. Oh, I forgot Teenage Ninja Turtles. Oh, I don't believe that happened. <laughs> uh, uh, Dame, the Disney Essentials is on there. Uh, on their Patreon, they're doing, uh, I think they're doing Scott Pilgrim. They're also covering all the movies leading up to Infinity War, I think is on there. They got a, yeah. there's a Doctor Who podcast. There's Immunities, um, which is awesome. Immunities That's is like great. A, uh, what is What's the word? looking for here like a uh, audio, audio drama, drama. Jesus, yeah. i don't know what happened there <laughs> i vapor locked uh before i forget don't forget to go over to movies by minutes check out all their stuff most importantly check out the star wars minutes where those guys started all this so it is their fault Craig, yes i back. am there he is <laughs> there he goes <laughs> we just kept going yeah so <laughs> i'm like the wow, scary thing is so did i really hated this minute <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like man, he really hated this minute. He bailed out in the middle of it. <laughs> he bailed out right before his plugs. Now I'm out. I'm uh, done. All right. So Craig, where can we find uh, you? You can find me. Uh, probably the best place to find me is over on Twitter at Mr. Craig Cohen, and that's Mr. with an M R. And if you're so inclined, check out um, and you can find the link as part of my Twitter, um, my Ramones blog, which is RamonesPinhead.blogspot.com, and I am on a quest to convince people uh, that the Ramones were the greatest American rock band of all time. Well, that should be too No, hard. it shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of another one to throw at you, and I just realized like the first five bands that all came to my mind were all not from the United yeah. States. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. All right, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for having me, guys. I, I always enjoy uh, sitting down for these minutes. Uh, no problem. Uh, don't worry. We'll, oh, we'll try to... Maybe if we... If you're back for chasing Amy, we'll try to give you some uh, slightly improved minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, 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 it'll all be uphill from here, or down. Yeah, it should be downhill. It, downhill, uphill. It'll all whichever. be gravy. I don't know. Right. <laughs> that's it for me. Uh, that's it for the whole crew here. And uh, would anyone out there like a chocolate covered pretzel? It's recording off. Stop. All right. You asshole.